This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec, the podcast that keeps you updated and educated. Tech Guide, episode 472. Hello and welcome to the show. Great to have your company once again. My name is Stephen Fennec. I'm the editor of techguide.com.au. On this week's show, the company that turns old smartphones into works of art. The deal that's going to help 40,000 households save on their energy bills. And Kobo releases new e-readers so you can read or listen to your books anywhere. In the Tech Guide reviews, we're going to take a look at the LG 2021 C1 OLED TV. Just how good can a $349 smartphone be? Well, we'll tell you when we run our eye over the TCL 20R 5G, and we'll also have a play with the Backbone One gaming controller for the iPhone. And we'll also answer all of your tech questions in the Tech Guide help desk. And it's all brought to you by Netgear, the company that keeps you connected, and Norton, the company that keeps you protected. Well, what do you do with all of these old smartphones? I think there's a little bit of a nostalgia factor to hanging on to an old device. But is it any good, though, to have your old BlackBerry or an early version of of an iPhone just kicking around in your drawer? Or do you want to put it out on display? Well, this question has been answered by a Chinese company called Grid Studio. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of their work. I've bought a lot of these these works of art that they've created. And basically what they do is they get all these smartphones, take them apart, clean all the parts, carefully lay all the pieces out and label them meticulously and then place that inside a frame. So it is a work of art. It looks fantastic. The way they do it, just with such, it, it, they're all handmade, all, 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 all done by hand. So it's a, it's a, it's a thorough process they go through to make sure that it looks beautiful. And anyone who's got any, any fondness for technology, will these will appeal to them because, as I said, they, they do remind you of the times when you use that device. It's it's become like they've they've almost turned smartphones into a museum piece. Now, initially, the company kicked off with just iPhones, and I think I bought the very first one they did it was the iPhone 4S, which is ten years old now. Can you believe? Ten years ago, the 4S came out. Uh, that was the first phone that had Siri on board. By the way, so Siri's ten years old as well. But that was one of the first, and followed. they followed that up, I think, with the iPhone 3GS, which was one of the first iPhones to land in Australia. But one of the most sought-after versions is what they call Grid 1, which is the original iPhone from 2007 and framed and laid out in, in, a, in a square frame with the, that labelled mat. And it looks incredible. There's, in fact, with the Grid One, there's only they're only going to make 999 of them, and they release them in batches of 100. And the batches sell out in minutes. Uh, I was lucky enough to get one of the last batch. Uh, that cost me like 300 and 360 dollars US. So I was lucky enough to get that, and that that that's presented uh, in a, in a it just beautifully gift wrapped. And uh, any anyone who does buy a one of the Grid Studio frames, the, the, it comes wrapped in paper, and the paper's sealed. It has a wax seal with a ribbon around it. So it's just meticulous attention to detail, and so the whole experience from from even receiving the package, opening it. I have made a video, by the way, so. Get out there, support me on my YouTube channel. Uh, I have unboxed the Grid 1, which is that original iPhone I was telling you about. And also I unboxed the iPhone 6, which was another one of my, another purchase that I made. Uh, so if, if you, if anyone who's ever watched me on Sky News or anyone who's ever watched any of my YouTube videos, you would actually see these in the background. The, uh, over my left shoulder is the iPhone 4S at the top 
and below that is the iPhone 3GS. So you can, of course, look at my story on Tech Guide and watch my video about this to see what I'm talking about. But if you've ever looked, if you've ever watched me on T on Sky News or any of those other TV crosses that I've done, or watched any of my YouTube videos, my reviews, you would have seen these and probably wondered what the hell are those. Well, here it is. I'm explaining exactly what they are. Now, after kicking off with just iPhones, Grid Studio then adopted some other products into the lineup, other brand of smartphones, and naturally I bought some of those as well. They introduced also portable gaming devices as well the one of the first non-iphone products that they had was the blackberry bold and i've actually got that in my office here i'm actually looking at it right now that's that's uh, up up on the wall in my office right beside the iphone 5 which i also have but the blackberry bold the reason that appealed to me was because i used to use a blackberry bold that was my that was my device before iphone came it came along it was the device that I had. And, and at the time, I was working at News Limited and uh, we had a BEZ service, a BlackBerry Enterprise server, which meant that back in the early 2000s, we're talking 2005, 6, 7, where I was able to, in my hand, with the BlackBerry Bold, look at all my emails, answer my emails and delete my emails so that I wouldn't have to do it when I was at back at my desk. Now, that you, you, that today, you're thinking, well, of course, that's how it is today. But back then, that that was just an incredible thing to have in your hand, your, your mailbox, and being able to delete things, and it, it's, it reflects that when you get back to your desk as well. That was just one of those things that was remarkable. Just the same, same as when the iPhone, the original iPhone was introduced. And Grid 1, I think the popularity of that product alone has a lot of people are very fond of that. And, and they, they remember probably owning that original iPhone. Uh, fun fact for you, though, that original iPhone was never released in Australia. We, we got our first iPhone in 2008 with the iPhone 3G. So what the original iPhone was a 2G phone, would you believe, uh, only released in the US and the UK. Uh, but I, like many other people, actually bought a US model and jailbroke it so that it would work on the Australian networks. And uh, that was our introduction to iPhone. And, and at the time, just having this and showing it to people, it was like I felt like David Copperfield. It was like I was performing a magic trick when I show it, when I did the pinch to zoom or use the multi-touch to sort of scroll through my songs and my contacts. It was absolutely incredible at the time. Uh, now, now we all we all take this for granted, and people think people who younger people listening to this may think, well, that's that's how it's always been. Well, it, it hasn't always been like that. You, that's all you remember it to be. That's all you know. But I remember that first introduction. It was absolutely remarkable. So Grid Studio has onto a good thing here with these products. Check out the pictures on Tech Guide. They've also now expanded the other the other phones they use. So they use iPhone, but they also include in their portfolio the BlackBerry Bold, which I mentioned, the Google Pixel One, the Samsung Galaxy S. So that's the original Galaxy phone, the Nokia E seventy one, and on they've also got the portable gaming consoles, as I mentioned, the Game Boy Pocket, PlayStation Portable One and Two, Game Boy Color the original Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, and the Nintendo DS Lite. Uh, they've also more recently included Apple Watch, which I've also bought. So the original Apple Watch, which is six years old now, that's also behind glass framed through Grid Studio. There's some really some close-up shots of, of the products, and you can see what I'm talking about, about the just meticulous arrangement and, and just beautifully designed. It is, it is remarkable. It is real, I really enjoy looking at them. It, 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 is, a, it is a work of art to me. And, and I'm, I'm sure you'll think the same. So don't forget, there's our story on Tech Guide, but also watch our video. Uh, that's uh, me showing you the Grid 1 and the iPhone 6, as well as the others. Uh, and you can also check them out over my shoulder in any of my videos. And also any time I've appeared on TV, you've probably seen them as well. Check it out. If you want to read more, you can find all of that at techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. Now let's talk solar. And I've been a solar customer 
I've had panels and a battery for just coming up to four years, actually. And then a few days, it'll be four years since I've had my solar panels and Sonnen battery installed in my home. And in four years, I think it's nearly paid itself off because the system's whole setup cost about just a shade under $19,000 back then. And I reckon between my electricity bills, I've since bought a Tesla, so I do charge through that as well. So between electricity bills, electricity savings, and petrol savings, I think this has nearly been paid off. I was paying about three, three and a half to four thousand bucks a year in in electricity bills. Now I'm paying forty dollars a month because of the Sonnen flat plan, which means that all of us who have solar panels and a battery form part of a virtual grid, so we we can send and receive power when we need it. We're all one big community. Now Natural Solar, which is the company that actually installed my system back then four years ago, they've actually partnered with Stockland. And they have made an arrangement so that the partnership will involve any new developments in in Victoria, New South Wales, Queensland and Western Australia. Any of the developments through Stockland will now allow customers to choose solar panels and a Tesla power wall as part of the build. And now I think that's... I think it's a no-brainer nowadays that if you are building a home or even renovating a home or extending a home, I think you should add solar panels and a battery to your setup. I think the it's worth spending that little bit of extra money because energy prices aren't going down. It's, it's only going to go up. With the solar panels and a battery, I find myself, I think I have more control over, over my energy future, so how much I'm paying for my energy. It's up there. I'm collecting it through the sun for free, through my panels. Uh, There is a cost, of course, of installation. But as I said, I think that's nearly paid itself off. Uh, Now, this deal, which uh, Stockland, you know, one of the largest residential developers in Australia, and Natural Solar, one of the largest solar installers in Australia, so pretty good match here, they are going to help these these new residents in these homes save up to $1,500 a year on their power bills. Now, as I said, it brings in another big player in the industry, which is Tesla. And we're talking the, the side of the business, not with the cars, but the power walls. So they're, they're batteries. They, and Natural Solar was one of the first companies in Australia to install a power wall for a family back in 2016. Now, the new properties and developments uh, in these developments that are going to have solar panels and the storage batteries can also take part in Tesla's energy plan. Now, what the energy plan does is it, it utilises the time of use tariffs so that it can optimise your home electricity consumption and avoid peak tariffs. So you, if you charge your battery from the sun or during off-peak times, it, it, it works that out for you automatically using uh, incredible like world-class software. So either way, if you still need to draw power from the grid, it'll find you the cheapest possible time to do that. So the off-peak times. So you've got your battery as your backup. If you have enough panels and a big enough battery, enough storage to run your whole house off that, then good as gold. But with this arrangement, it can reduce your energy bill to nearly nothing between the Tesla energy plan and having your solar and battery storage as well. So it's a, it's a great, I think, a good example for what customers can do. And if you aren't going to be buying one of these Stockland developments uh, in the near future, there's nothing to stop you imitating what they're offering here and, and installing your solar panels and your battery and enjoying the savings. Uh, it's one of the best decisions I ever made, spending that money. It was, it was a, I looked at it as an investment on, in my property. And I think down the track, it's going to make my property, my home more valuable uh, because it is virtually off the grid. It, it is sustainable. The, the sustainability, I'm sort of self-sufficient almost. So uh, I think that's that's an attractive thing. Uh, the energy savings are fantastic and they're only going to continue to get to get better. And once it's paid itself off, then... I'm uh, I'm in the black there because uh, you know I'm, I don't need to pay 
I don't I don't need to pay any more for any more solar panels of the battery. They're here already. They've got like a twenty to twenty five year lifespan as well, covered by warranties and all of that through Natural Solar. Natural Solar is the same company that's in business with with Stockland here, so definitely worth considering. If you want to read more about that arrangement, that little partnership, uh, and on Tech Guide, I've written many times about uh, my solar setup. Feel free to search for that story. I've written about my setup a few times, and I think I did a, a, a look back at after two or three years and and uh, spoke about those savings as well. But all of that stuff, if you want to check it out, is at techguide.com.au. Now, are you a big reader? I'm a massive reader. I love reading, and I've got to say, I, I read. I probably read more printed books than than e-readers. I do. I do love the e-reader though because it allows me to choose what I want to read. It, it's easy to take with me anywhere and read anywhere. So it's not as bulky as carrying around a, a, a printed book, especially if you're reading like a, a Game of Thrones or a Lord of the Rings size book. That, that can be a, a bit of a pain in the bum to carry that around. But if you're an e-reader fan. Uh, or an audiobook fan too, which I am a massive audiobook fan, then the Kobo range of e-readers will greatly interest you. Uh, the Kobo Sage and the Kobo Libra 2, uh, they're new devices that can help take your reading to another level. The Kobo Sage and the Libra 2 have an ergonomic design and also include Bluetooth. So it means you can not only read your books but also listen to your audiobooks on the device as well. So it's, it's a two-in-one. You could be reading or listening, whichever you prefer, uh, either or. You can do both if you want, if you've got the printed book and the audiobook. Uh, they both have uh, the new Comfort Light Pro technology as well, so you can read any time of the day or night and adjust the brightness and even control the blue light level to reduce eye strain. I know a lot of people like to read in bed, so if you knock down that blue light level, it's not it's not only going to help you reduce your eye strain or you increase your eye comfort, but it's also going to help you fall asleep. I think if you look at blue light too much, it can interrupt your circadian rhythm and you may find it hard to fall asleep sometimes. So uh, something to keep in mind. You can also choose dark mode as well. For That means you can have white text on a black screen if that's something you're more comfortable with. Now, the new Kobo e-readers are also water-resistant, so that means you can take them anywhere. Now, even if you're reading a red-hot book that you just can't put down, you can continue reading it in the bath, the shower, in the pool, at the beach, wherever you like, uh, and you know that it'll be protected because of that water resistance. Now, you can also use Kobo books to borrow e-books from your local library. A lot of people didn't realize this, that you can actually do that. They've got their one-touch overdrive access. So if your local library, and most of them do, they have this, this compatibility with Kobo's, you can reserve a book if it isn't there or borrow it if it is. And a lot of people think, well, why should I borrow an ebook? Why can't I just read a copy of it? Well, it kind of goes against the the whole thing. If you want to you want to just print multiple copies of a book, then the royalties then if you did that without giving royalties to the re, to the writer. So it's like a real library where there's one copy of the book. If the the library decides to buy two copies of that book, then the reader the writer gets paid twice. So just like a physical book you can't just endlessly copy a digital asset. It's like it's it's like you can't just photocopy money and use money like that. So uh, that's the reason why you, if you want to borrow the ebook, if it's there. So it's like borrowing a physical book. It needs to be there for you to borrow, and you can reserve it if it isn't. Hope you understand that. Uh, and it, it is really easy to search through those titles that are available. But let's take a close look at each of the devices. The Kobo Sage, it's $439.95. This is kind of your luxury digital reader here. It's got an 8-inch e-ink Carter 1200 glare-free screen, 32 gig of onboard storage, which is huge, Dropbox support as well. Uh, the Comfort Light Pro is adjustable, and it also has a temperature control, so you can control the color temperature also. Uh, it does also, it's, a, it's compatible with the Kobo sleep covers, so it protects the screen, uh, and also has a, uh, is compatible with the power cover, so that also protects the screen, but also charges the battery at the same time. Kobo Sage also supports the Kobo Stylus. Now, I know a lot of you like to read 
with a pen in your hand. I know a lot of people like to you know, annotate things, write notes, highlight passages. Well, with the Sage and the Stylus, you can do that. And, and like a real pencil or pen, the Stylus has that pressure sensitivity. So if you do need to mark up a book or make some highlights, you can do that. Uh, the Kobo Libra 2, two seventy nine ninety nine. And this is kind of your everyday, designed to be by your side, seven-inch screen, twelve hundred glare-free screen, like like the uh, like the Sage as well, uh, just slightly smaller, seven inches. Also has thirty-two gig storage, uh, and is it, you can read your books anywhere. If you want to, you can even extend your experience with the, with the Kobo app. So if you don't happen to have your e-reader with you, you can look at your library of books and even catch up to where you're up to with your e-reader through the Kobo app as well. Uh, the power cover also is a version for Libra 2, so you get the extra charge on the move while still protecting your display. Love the e-readers. I love the fact that they're uh, compatible with the audiobooks too. That that's that's awesome. Uh, you can pre-order now. They're going to go on sale next week. So October nineteen is when they go on sale. But we've gave given you a little bit of a sneak peek. And if you want to check that out, you know where to go: techguide.com.au. Keeping you updated and educated. Tech Guide with Stephen Fennick. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by Norton. They're the company that can keep you and your family safe online. Now, if you're an online gamer, you want the best performance while still helping to maintain your computer's security. And that's exactly what Norton 360 for Gamers offers. The patented game optimizer technology can help maximize gaming performance while still helping to maintain the level of security you've come to expect from Norton LifeLock. Game Optimizer can free your PC from power-hungry programs running in the background that eat up your system's resources, helping you get more performance out of your rig. Whether you're a hardcore gamer or just a casual player, Norton 360 for Gamers helps provide multiple layers of protection for your devices, game accounts and digital assets. Norton 360 for Gamers also includes features that help protect against cyber threats including malware and webcam takeovers. If you want to help ensure all the available computing power of your system is allocated to the game for maximum performance, while still helping to maintain maximum protection, then put Norton 360 for Gamers on your team. Listeners of the Tech Guide podcast will receive a 50% discount to a year's subscription of Norton 360 for Gamers by using the promo code TECHGUIDE when they visit au.norton.com forward slash techguide. And now, a Tech Guide review with Stephen Fennick. Let's kick this uh, Let's kick this off, get the show on the road with the reviews. We're going to talk about the LG 2021 C1 OLED. Now, I've seen the 2020 or the 2019 version as well, and the 2021 version is, is an improvement across the park. It is, uh, I, I think, for, for those customers who've never seen OLED in the flesh, it's one of those things that once you go OLED, it's hard to go anything different because OLED technology is offers black levels like no other format. And the reason why it does that is because OLED being a self-illuminating material means that when a pixel is, is needs to be on or off, if it's off, it just simply switches itself off. There's no backlight to block like a traditional backlit TV, like an LED TV or, or a QLED TV or a ULED TV, they have backlights. And to create black, they not only need to turn the pixel off, but also make sure that black backlight isn't shining through. So OLED, its strength here is being able to just turn the pixel off to achieve black. Now, you've probably seen mini LED TVs are now very popular this year. What that's done, it's reduced the size of the backlight so that there are more localized dimming zones. So you, rather than lighting up a half the screen to, to create a color in one part of the panel, it only lights a smaller section of the screen. So there's a bit more control. So imagine taking that to the pixel level where technically each pixel is a dimming zone. It can be on or off. And that's why when you see the black level, you're thinking, wow, 
it's unrivaled in TVs. And from black, getting great black levels, that's where they derive also great, uh, achieving great color as well. So that's kind of a brief explanation of what OLED can do and why those black levels are just cannot be matched. So that just going in knowing that knowing that will help you appreciate what we're about to talk about, and and that is just the quality of this TV. So you got this great panel to begin with. Now imagine backing that up with an incredible processor, some amazing smarts on the TV that just makes what you're looking at in real time look better and also sound better but not only for viewing movies and sport but also for gaming as well because this panel it's powered by the a9 gen 4 ai 4k processor so having that kind of power means that the tv is always trying to present the best version of itself so it's always analyzing what you're looking at what the type of thing you're looking at. So if it's sport, it'll, it, it, it knows to, to make some adjustments, make it a little, bit, a little bit smoother. If it's a game, it knows that it needs to have this variable refresh rate, uh, auto low latency mode. It also adjusts the sound as well so that uh, you, you can uh, make sure that based on what the, the noise level is in your room, you know you're going to be able to hear the voices clearly, as, as clear as the music and all aspects of, the, of, the, of what you're watching. So that, that's that scene detection that can analyze what you're watching and adjust the settings to provide you with the best result. And the, as I mentioned, the sound does that as well, AI Sound Pro, which can identify voices and sound effects and, and optimize it so the output is right. And also, based on what you're watching, gives you the correct effect. It also, this TV also has a visual database that it refers to. So if you're looking at a person or a building or an animal on the screen, the LG TV in real time is analysing a database to make sure it's looking as, as clean as possible, as accurate as possible, the right colour, all of that All of that in happens in like a fraction of a second to make sure what you're seeing in real time is optimal. So again, it goes to a lot of people ask me, why can't I just buy a $500 TV from, from Aldi or Kogan? I said, you can, but these features that I'm just talking about, about optimizing things in real time and, and having this brilliant color and all this, this processing, that's what you miss out on. You, that this is the, What I'm just talking about now is what you pay that extra money for to optimize the experience. So there's a lot of work gone into the processor, all, all the, you know, the visual database, all of that stuff is just not there when you're, when you're paying for a cheaper television. Yeah, the panel's there, the resolution's there, but just these little smarts in the background that makes that a little, that optimizes it to the next level, that's what you miss out on. I just want people to understand, you know, why a $400 TV is not as good as a $4,000 TV. These are the reasons why, because of these improvements, the optimization, the processing, the database, all of those things. Uh, so the the LG TV on its own is fantastic. It has Dolby Atmos, by the way, by itself as well. But there's just no, for our review, we paired it with the LG SP11RA Dolby Atmos 7.1.4 channel soundbar with Meridian Audio on board. So I think if you if look if you're spending the money, if you if you want to go the full way, LG C1 OLED TV. We reviewed the 65 inch model which is priced around the $4,000 mark. So the, the, the 65 inch is 4,076. The sizes go from 48 inch at 2,500 all the way to 83 inch for just a shade over 9,000. Uh, the sound bar is worth $1,749. And so if you do look on its own, it sounds okay, but with the soundbar, it sounds a hundred times better. So it does really deepen the experience. It's got the subwoofer, the rear, the rear speakers, Dolby Atmos, even better quality Dolby Atmos. Uh, does the whole? It just takes that experience way beyond having the TV by itself. But that's obviously up to you. If that's in your budget, you might do talk turkey with your retailer. Try to get a package deal there. Get a uh, you know these are retail recommended retail prices. I'm mentioning these prices in store are normally hundreds of dollars cheaper. So you, you're doing better straight away, even without negotiating. But that's all. That's up to you.
Uh, on the picture quality side, of course, is the uh, Dolby Vision IQ. So that's sort of intelligently adjusted HDR, high dynamic range when you're viewing 4K content. Uh, also is compatible with HDR10 Pro uh, as well. And there is, if, if you're a real film buff and you really respect like the filmmaker's vision of a movie and they want you to see it the way it was shot, the way it was seen in a cinema then there is a feature called Filmmaker Mode. And what this does, it turns off the motion smoothing to maintain that cinematic 24 frames per second feel. And there's often blur and juddering and stuff that that's just the nature of film. That's the nature of the, that medium. And that's the, it's that artistic imperfection of film. Now, when with motion smoothing on, that's a little bit like uh, Photoshop for videos. It smooths that stuff out, really makes it look nice. It'd be like someone Photoshopping the Mona Lisa to get rid of these slight imperfections. Those slight imperfections are what make it a masterpiece. So in the filmmaker sense, those little imperfections of the, the reality of the film, of, of putting 24 frames of celluloid through a camera per second, that's what is that's this what who this feature is all about what this feature is all about for those who appreciate the art form then this is there for them other people may not even notice what i'm talking about and may they may not even know the motion smoothing is happening but it is there up your sleeve just in case and you know if you're a film purist or a filmmaker then you can it's the closest to what your film was intended to look like now, on the gaming side, I did mention gaming is so popular now and all the TV manufacturers do have dedicated control. I know in this TV, LG has dedicated controls, their game optimizer dashboard that allows you to get rid of stuttering, flickering, any lag. So it, it does have the NVIDIA G-Sync and AMD FreeSync on board. It does support HDMI 2.1, so that means up to 40 gigabits per second to play 4K games at 120 hertz, which which is incredible. Uh, add to that, of course, I mentioned variable refresh rate, auto low latency mode. So you get the full level of graphics at higher resolutions and all played back nice and smooth, synchronized audio and video. And the panel, of course, has a one millisecond response time, so it's fast. It does respond very well. Uh, and of course, it is running WebOS 6, their, their smart TV platform. It's got like a redesigned home screen. So you've got access to your apps, your favorite streaming services like your Netflix stand, Apple TV, Foxtel, Disney Plus, Prime Video, all there. Really easy to navigate. And uh, it also has the dedicated keys for Netflix, Prime, Disney Plus. There's even a dedicated movies button that sort of aggregates all the movie services you're subscribed to. So you can choose something from any of those. Uh, and, and also the Magic Remote, of course, uh, allows you with the on-screen pointer to navigate the, the system quite easily. Uh, also has thin Q, that's the AI. So there's a bit of a smart home dashboard on board if you if you do want to control your smart devices. Like I had, uh, you'll see the picture out of my review. I've got some lights connected. I've got a NAS drive connected if I want to stream something from the NAS drive. I might have a movie or some music on there. I'm able to do that as well through this home dashboard. And I can see like things like my doorbell, front, front you know, some security cameras, whatever whatever's connected. You can also have... Google Assistant connected or Alexa uh, allows you to choose that as well. So it's uh, it's a smart TV in every sense of the word. The LG C1 TV and the pricing is on Tech Guide depending on the size of TV you want. It goes from 48 inch all the way up to 86 inch. I, I really love this TV. I'm a big fan of OLED. Have been for a long time. Still is unmatched in my opinion when it comes to producing that that amazing level of black. Other companies look. Samsung uh, the LG OLED is like the Rolls Royce. Uh, Samsung's QLED is there's a Bentley. So they're both great. Uh, each has their strengths and weaknesses. But in terms of black levels, I think LG just has the edge there thanks to that OLED technology. But if you want to read that complete review, you can check it out, techguide.com.au. Let's change gears now. We're talking smartphones, and I did pose the question at the top of the show, how good can a $349 smartphone actually be? Well, when you're talking about the TCL 20R 5G, 
The answer to that question is it can be quite good, as a matter of fact. Very, very good is my answer. And it's 5G, the cheapest 5G smartphone you can buy as well. So 5G, right out of the box. And the 5G networks are growing, of course. So all Australians can access 5G networks in more places than ever before. And now with the 20R 5G, you can tap into those faster networks, enjoy faster download speeds for your downloading and streaming, all, all those sorts of things, using your apps. Uh, and uh, it, it is excellent that 5G, probably you're listening to this through 5G already. The you know, TCL, once again, has demonstrated that quality doesn't have to come with a massive price tag. It doesn't have to cost you thousands of dollars. And, and TCL, they're the sort of company that, you know, they make displays, that they know they've made mobile devices now, smartphones for a couple of years, two to three years. But they're the sort of company that has, from every part of the phone, is made in-house. And that, that's another reason why they can offer these amazing prices is because no one else has to contribute. It's made in the same factory. Everything's there. It's done. It's, it's produced in a way that offers the quality, but also that affordability as well. And that's the real appeal here is that, you know, finding a good device and finding something that's affordable and gives you value, I think that's the key here. And, you know, this, this of course, this isn't as good as the iPhone 13, but for $349, it does offer similar features like 5G, a higher screen refresh rate, a decent camera, really nice design, great screen quality. You get all of this with a $349 phone. Let's start with the design. Design looks really slick. It's got these nice curved edges that then blend into the back panel. The back panel has this matte finish, so you, you can't mess it up with your fingerprints. It also does have a silicon, a clear silicon case included so that you can still protect your phone while still enjoying the, uh, the, the design. It does come in two colors, blue or gray, so you can see that through the case as well. But the screen, I think, is what we should talk about next. It's 6.52 inches. It's the V-notch display. So has a smaller notch than the iPhone, has Next Vision technology on board, which can automatically adjust contrast, sharpness, and dark detail for your images and videos on the fly. Next, remember I said TCL make TV, so this is their display technology at work here. It also has uh, it, the screen-to-body ratio is 90%, so you're getting quite a bit of screen for your money there. There's also an eye comfort mode that can filter out that blue light. Remember I spoke about the blue light, we talk about the e-readers. That's a big help now and it, it, that helps your eye comfort, less eye strain, but you can also adjust the colour temperature of the display as well. Uh, it has a 90 hertz display. So uh, probably the phone you're looking at right now, unless it's the iPhone 13, is probably a 60 hertz screen. At Samsung, I've had the last couple of years, they've had the 120 hertz option. Uh, they have, I think, also made it uh, adaptive as well. So it can detect what you're doing and adapt it just like the iPhone's ProMotion can. But the TCL phone, a $349 phone, has 90 hertz, has the option of staying at 60 hertz to save your battery. Not that we notice much of a hit on the battery at 90 hertz. And there's also a smart refresh mode. So it can decide for yourself. It can decide for you whether you need 90 or 60. This is on a three a sub $350 phone. Uh, again, what similar to what Apple introduced with the iPhone 13, which has cost a lot more than this as well. Uh, the, the quality of that screen, great for your content, using your apps, playing games, video calls, browsing the web, it's all there. But moving on to the camera, this is another feature customers really, it's very important to customers. Triple lens system, there's AI auto enhancement on board, so it can optimize your images and your, and your videos on the fly, so they always look their best. There's the main 13 megapixel camera, there's a two megapixel depth lens camera, and a 12 megapixel macro lens as well. And these combine to produce some pretty pretty cool results, some really, really impressive images. Put it this way, none of the people knew when I shared photos taken with this phone on Instagram and on Facebook, no None of them said, oh, aren't you using your iPhone anymore? Not one person. Or aren't you using the Galaxy Fold 3 or the Flip 3? Not one person said that. So the photos hold up. They're, they're very good quality. Uh, if you want to dive deeper into the into the features, you can, of course, you can shoot your regular images, videos, portrait shots through the front and the rear cameras, panorama shots. But there are modes also for super macro, stop motion, slow-mo, and even light trace. 
there's also a pro mode, which is cool for a phone of this price. So you can get in and control your ISO, shutter speed, white balance, all of that. Focus, you can even manually focus if you want to. Ideal if you want to take more control of your images. And as I mentioned, the 8 megapixel front camera uh, does have portrait mode. I did include a portrait shot of myself with a with a South Jersey behind me, the frame South Jersey from the 2014 Premiership. Please, I'm still recovering from the loss of uh, in the 2021 Grand Final. The Rabbitohs just lost to the Panthers 14-12. I'm still coming to terms with that. But yes, you can see my frame 2014 jersey in the portrait shot. You can also see an example of the quality of the camera. There's a snap of my, my buddy Logan, one of my Dalmatians. Uh, there he's also he always features in my in my uh, in my phone reviews because he's just so photogenic this dog uh, you can see that photo there as well uh, under the hood you got four gig of ram up to 128 gig of internal memory and a micro sd card slot so you can expand the memory if you want to buy a car this big up to one terabyte try doing that with your iphone imagine terabyte on an iphone is going to cost you more than two thousand dollars a terabyte of storage because that's only on the 13 pro and the 13 pro max and you know what else is on board here? NFC. So near-field communication, and you can make take advantage of that technology for making tap-and-go payments, which is what a lot of people are doing now post-COVID. We're just coming out of lockdown right now in, in, in New South Wales. Uh, but if you wanted to have this phone, you could set up Google Pay and be tapping and going uh, with, with, uh, with the, that, thanks to that feature. And still under 349 bucks which is, uh, you know, bang for your buck, I think they're going pretty well. Now, the 20R 5G doesn't have everything. It's one thing it does not have is wireless charging. You cannot charge this wirelessly. You can charge it through the USB-C port, no, no problem. It's also not water-resistant. They're the two features that it doesn't have that other more expensive devices do have, but I'd hope, I think you'd agree with me. They're, they're not really deal-breakers right there. The 20R 5G is available now, priced at 349 bucks. But guess what? If you're a Vodafone customer, you can buy the device for 299. Now, granted, it is locked to the Vodafone network, but if you're a if you're a Vodafone customer, that doesn't matter. 299 if you're a Vodafone customer. The 20R 5G. One hell of a phone for 349 bucks. If you want to read our complete review, check it out at techguide.com.au. Well, we're going to move on to gaming now, and the product we're going to talk about is the Backbone One controller. Now, last week we spoke about Xbox Cloud Gaming, there's also Xbox Game Pass, there's Apple Arcade, there's Steam, Steam Link, Stadia, Amazon Luna, so many gaming subscriptions. And if you're an iPhone user, then you need the Backbone One. This is uh, only only works with iPhone because it's got a lightning, lightning port on it, lightning uh, plug. So it basically wraps itself around your iPhone. So think of it as a controller that's been cut in half and each half is on either side of the controller. So what Backbone has is this expandable center center bar that you pull apart, plug in your phone, and then it, it, it then adjusts to the size of your iPhone. And then it's sturdy. You've got then joysticks on either side, you've got direction keys, you've got individual buttons, uh, shoulder, two shoulder keys as well. So it really puts in your, in your hands what you'd expect if you were holding a console game controller. So I think this is, for pardon the pun, a game changer because I, well, I'm a big Call of Duty fan, right? And I found that the mobile experience being a touch thing and it just wasn't the same. The, the tactile experience it didn't work for me. But having the Backbone 1 and playing Call of Duty Mobile, it's like I'm playing the console version of the game because I've got these physical controls that, you know, my muscle memory, I know exactly what each of the controls does. It does let you remap the buttons if you have to. The, the game normally goes for the default setup of, of the buttons, but it does adjust if you want it to. But generally, and I found this with Call of Duty, that what how I played it with my PlayStation 5, 
I could play it on my iPhone in the same way and having the same tactile thumbsticks, the, the joysticks, the buttons, the triggers, the shoulder triggers, I'm thinking, how good is this? It just totally made the experience. I wasn't, as I said, I wasn't a massive fan of the touch controls. So with having these physical controls now, uh, it totally changes everything. Uh, so whether you're a, you're a fan of driving games or adventure games, the Backbone one is remarkable. Now, just a note on the compatibility of the Backbone one. Up until now, it fit every iPhone back to the iPhone 6S and 6S Plus. It did fit the iPhone 12, uh, 12 Pro, 12 Pro Max, but with the recent release of the iPhone 13, it's going to require an adapter. So you can email Backbone. There is a link on the story if you happen to own. It works with the 13, but not the 13 Pro or the 13 Pro Max. They're slightly thicker. So you will need an adapter, and then it will work with the 13 Pro and the 13 Pro Max. So if you are moving up or already moved up, Backbone 1 has still got your back. You like that? Backbone 1 will still work. Uh, you'd need to be running iOS 13 or later on your iPhone as well because there is a Backbone app that you've got direct access to, and that's kind of your on-ramp to all the games that are compatible with the Backbone one as well. And, it's, of course, we've got links to Game Pass and all those all those other subscription services. So on the left is the joystick, directional keys. On the right, joystick, A, B, X, and Y buttons, shortcut button to the Backbone app, menu keys, two shoulder buttons on each side, Fantastic. What a terrific way to play your mobile games like you're playing a console game. It's incredible. Backbone One, available now, priced at $179.99. It's available from the Gamesman, Amazon, Catch.com.au, M-Wave Australia, Scorptech, Kogan.com, and from the Backbone website. I've put links to all of those places uh, on our review, which you'll find at techguide.com.au. You're listening to Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by Netgear. They're Australia's number one Wi-Fi brand. Is your Wi-Fi struggling to keep up with your streaming, work, gaming, video calling and more? And what happens if you're doing all of that at once? When you're connected to your world by Wi-Fi, be sure it's the best. Bring your Wi-Fi up to speed with Orbi Wi-Fi 6 from Netgear. Orbi Wi-Fi 6 is the best and latest in Wi-Fi. It covers your entire home with the fastest Wi-Fi for uninterrupted streaming, video calling and working and learning from home on more devices than ever before in any part of the house. It's Wi-Fi perfectly engineered. Are you ready for the best Wi-Fi ever? Find out more at netgear.com.au slash best Wi-Fi. All your tech questions answered. This is the Tech Guide Help Desk. The Tech Guide Help Desk is uh, brought to you by Belkin, our good mates at Belkin. Uh, they do have a great uh, iPhone mount with, that's got face tracking. We review that on Tech Guide. Also, if you're after cables, batteries, whatever you need, the Belkin, belkin.com forward slash AU, they will sort you out. Now, we've, uh, as I mentioned earlier in the show, New South Wales is what they call, I'm recording this on a Monday. New South Wales is today what they're calling Freedom Day. And this is the day where we've hit our 70% vaccine level and we are allowed to go to the shops, get a haircut, get your nails done, go to, sit down for a coffee, sit down for a meal, sit down and have a beer. But to get to those places, you need to check in with the, with the service New South Wales app or whatever app happens to be working in your state or territory. But the other thing you need to show, and this will apply to those other states once you are reaching this, your own, I think Victorians are still under lockdown for another couple of weeks. Queenslanders, you've, you've been back out in the open for quite a while now. But what you need to show in New South Wales at the moment and soon to be in Victoria is a vaccination certificate. So if you have been fully vaccinated, you need to do a couple of things. You need to start, you need to have a MyGov account you need to then uh, download the Medicare app and you also need to uh, put all your details into the Medicare app 
which can be like you need to remember bank accounts. So it's a bit of a process. There is a number that you can call. I, I don't have it on me at the moment, but it is actually within the Medicare app if you need assistance. And they will provide you with a linking code so that you they can confirm your identity over the phone. They'll give you a linking code and you type that into the Medicare app. And that way, if you've been fully vaccinated, you can then access your vaccination certificates. And what if you're using an iPhone, you can add it to your Apple wallet. If you're, if you're an Android user, you can add it to your Google Pay wallet. So that way, on screen, uh, you can, there's a shortcut to showing it to people when you walk in a store. I went out today, and I had to not only check in, but also prove my vaccination status. And I did that by accessing, I was using the iPhone 13 Pro Max today, that I, I went to the Apple wallet, showed them my certificate, and Bob's your uncle. If you're a Google user, then you can just open Apple, your Google Pay, and then it's there as well. Uh, but... There is uh, someone suggested made a suggestion that a really easy thing to do is to screenshot your certificate and make it your lock screen wallpaper. So that way, all you need to do is just touch your power button, and there it is on your screen, and they can see it straight away. Rather than you having to unlock your phone, find your wallet or Google Pay, find the certificate, and show them, that's kind of four or five steps. You can make it your lock screen and wallpaper for your lock screen, and they can see it straight away. Just a little tip there that I heard from someone else that may make getting into the stores, getting into your hairdressing appointment, getting into the nail salon, getting into the pub, getting into the cafe might make that just a little bit easier. And that's the end of our show for this week. If you need to find out any more, you know where to go, techguide.com.au, and please get in touch with us. We love receiving your emails, info at techguide.com.au, or alternatively, click on the Ask Stephen icon on the homepage, and that will send me an email as well. We want to give a special thanks to our sponsors, Netgear, the brand you can trust for all your Wi-Fi needs, and also Norton, the company that can keep you and your family and your devices safe online. Please support the companies that support the Tech Guide podcast and that have done for quite a while. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back with another show next week. So until then, stay safe and stay connected. 